Hey friends, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm glad you're joining me for another episode of the Life of Verbier podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Rose, and I am just pumped to introduce you to our next guest, my co-worker, my friend, and a phenomenal artist, Tony Singers. Tony and I are going to talk about creativity today on the show and why we need it really kind of now more than ever. It's always been important, but as this pandemic continues to linger on, as 2021 is off to a weird start, we hope that you get a lot out of this episode and give yourself permission to play and permission to create and permission to be brave. You know, creativity takes courage, and I just hope at the end of this episode you feel inspired to do so. So go grab a beer and join us for this episode of Life Over a Beer. I'm here with Tony Seeger, and Tony, I'm so excited that you're on the show. Thank you. I have not seen you, even though we work together, we probably haven't seen each other since literally before the pandemic. Yep. Probably February of 2020. No, I guess I've seen you once since then, but yeah, not too long. It's hard to tell. I, it's hard to remember when we've seen anybody, to tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. So true. So Tony's a lawyer, which is cool in its own right. But more importantly, and what I'm more interested to talk about today is that he's an artist and you can't see it. Our, our listeners can't see it because they don't get to see the video. But he has this awesome Dark Vader painting literally in the background that he's working on. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was uh, just, I was actually doing a little relaxing earlier and, and paint, working on it. So, you know, it's funny uh, that, that term artist, if I, if I might, you know, it's, it's funny because I view that as so hoity-toity. It's such a, oh, I'm an artist or something like that. And, and you know, when people say, well, what do you do for relaxation? I'd say paint and draw and whatnot. But then I, I like, I guess I'll just use a shorthand artist. My wife's like, you know, you, you do sell commissions. You do do commission work. You've sold paintings. And so, yeah, okay. <laughs> I go with it. See, I guess I don't think of artists as being hoity-toity. I think of it like a super cool, like, Hey, my friend Tony does, yeah. you know, does these amazing paintings because he's very talented, not an old person. No, no, I know. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I can see where you're coming from, though. Like the whole art gallery, like, oh, this is a square yeah. and it has an abstract. I have an eight foot by 10 foot canvas and I put one dot on it and it means XYZ and it sells for a million dollars. Yeah. Now that's not, that's not what I think about, so. So how long have you been painting? So I started off, I always was able to, and, and I, I say this not as uh, an egotistical thing. I, we all have our talents. Let me just say that, number one. Uh, some of them are un, undiscovered talents. Um, I just was happened to be blessed with the ability to draw. Uh, you know, like a lot of kids, you grow up doodling around, drawing, and, and I'm, I remember being, gosh, I was like, I was in first grade kindergarten. I made some clay you know, elephants and a witch and stuff. And my mom put it up. She liked it so much. And so I kind of that whole sculpting and, and drawing. And I, I started off, you know, as a kid drawing. And then uh, when I was in sixth grade, I had the opportunity to take private drawing lessons from a, a woman that was in Coshocton. I grew up in Coshocton County uh, and this big metropolis of Coshocton. And uh, she taught me in her home, uh, her, uh, my, my, friend of mine we all took lessons at the same time how to draw on charcoal 
charcoal pencils. And then I went from there and started doing portraits of my classmates and so forth. And I'd give it to them. And then like two days later, I'd find it in the bottom of their locker or whatever. But uh, that's okay. You know, you're like sixth grade. It's like, okay, what, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? But it was, it was good practice. Um, then uh, I, in, in high school, I uh, ended up taking art lessons from one of her students. Uh, again, another, another woman was just working out of her home and we were just having art lessons uh, uh, once a week. And uh, I learned how to do watercolors. And so I've been painted watercolors for, you know, since high school and uh, fell out of it. And then uh, when I went to law school, starting in 2001, I taught myself oil paintings and uh, been painting oils, but it's such a mess because they take forever to dry. And then if you use turpentine, it smells. So then I got into acrylic paintings and that's what I've been really doing since uh, oh, last seven or eight years very cool very cool well before we get too far in our conversation that i'm super excited about let's talk about what we're drinking i'll start so i have a raz wheat from the jackie o company out of athens ohio so they're like a small brewery um it's got that you know that hint of raspberry it's really more i'm kind of surprised it doesn't say it on the can but it's really more like an american pale ale mm -hmm. it it, uh, you know, it's not a full body beer. It actually, when you taste it, it almost dries your mouth out a little bit, um, but it's still good, so. And you get the, like a six pack of that? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, first off, I'd like to say, I, that was such a cool thing when I learned about you, about your, your uh, being a connoisseur of beers. And it's always, again, it's always neat to learn something cool about somebody, whether they play the piano or, you know, they, they're good at poker or something like that, or they have a, a great understanding about craft beer. I, uh, I'm, I'm, right now I'm not drinking anything. I, I went to go get beer last night and I got waylaid. But if I do have a beer, I'm, you know, uh, mostly it's going to be Bud Light. Uh, right now I'm trying to diet, so it's going to be more like Mick Ultra. Uh, but I do like some craft beer. Something, sometimes I want the more heavy, heavy taste. Uh, but you know, if I'm nothing beats for me going to roosters, sitting down, having some wings, watching a game, and getting a tall draft of uh, whatever Coors Light, whatever. And I grew up uh, in the the 70s and 80s, and I remember my dad had a Pabst Blue Ribbon sign up on the uh, before you entered the basement. And of course, that was what you you drank back then. And uh, right. what was it? The uh, Genesee Cream Ale commercials were on, and Probably Little Kings. Yeah, uh, Little Kings, uh, you know, Bush Light. Uh, when I was in college, of course, everyone drank uh, basically rainwater. I mean, you know, you, you, you go to a kegger and they have a, a keg full of uh, the Beast or Natty Light. And I remember I showed up one time with uh, uh, Michelob, no, not Michelob, uh, MGD. And uh, my friend's like, what are you, uh, a rich or something? I'm like, dude, it's like yeah. five bucks, you know. <laughs> So I got into that for a little bit. It swings back and forth, you know. I'll get uh, a six-pack of a, a craft beer or something, uh, depending on my mood. But most of the time, I, if I'm going to have a beer, it's probably a Miller, Coors, Bud. Nothing too too terribly exciting. I'll even drink really – sometimes I like to pride myself in drinking the really cheap stuff. If I can find something that just says beer on the side, sometimes just for fun, I'll drink it. Blatz or Stroh's or whatever, if you can find those old-time beers. Um, 
just for just for fun. Um, but Pabst making a, a comeback. They're, they've got a new coffee uh, flavored beer out. That's what I'm going to try. So. Oh yeah, I did see that yeah. actually. I heard somebody, somebody I follow has it on their Instagram story, and it made me laugh. That's yep. who it was. <laughs> That's who I it said, was. "How was it?" And she said, "It it it's got a chocolatey taste to it." Oh, I can yeah. see that. So, yeah, but today I've been drinking nothing but coffee. If, if I'm not drinking three, four, five, six, seven cups of coffee a day, then that's not a day that ends in Y. So, <laughs> it's okay. I feel I used to not drink coffee at all, but now I find myself drinking coffee, but it has to have like a lot of cream and sugar. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm not a hardcore. No, I, I get you. I gotta, I gotta cut it with a little cream. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, uh, yeah, I'm not Tucker's coffee. Uh, my wife said, you you'll get used to drinking black, and I tried it for a little bit, and like, I just can't do it. I gotta I gotta cut it with a little cream. So, my boyfriend's same way. He'll drink it black, and I tell myself all the time, like, okay, you enjoy your bean water. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go put creamer in yeah. mine because I actually have self respect. Yeah. No sugar. <laughs> I don't want any sugar in mine, but a uh, little little cream will be good. <laughs> So going back to our conversation about art, I feel like so many people in the pandemic, you know, we were so busy all the time till all of a sudden we stopped and then everybody's like, okay, I need to completely reorganize my house. I have to be a pioneer woman and make bread. And then now I feel like people are in the stage of the pandemic where they're like, okay, well now what? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? I got to take up some sort of craft or, or something to keep them going crazy. Right. But I also feel like so many people are scared to start mm-hmm. because like, what if it's really bad Yeah. or say I do this thing and it's not Instagram worthy. Yeah. You know, that's a real, it, it real is. thing. And you know, I think that's a shame. I think we should all be willing to try it. You know, I, uh, again, being a painter or drawer or whatever, you know, I was here. So, so my wife makes jewelry once in a while, whenever she gets uh, feeling creative and then, Again, we'll get the clay out, and then I'll make uh, little for Halloween little skulls that glow in the dark and stuff like that. Buckeye, Buckeye types of stuff, and then we'll bake it, and um, you know it turns out okay, you know. And it's one of those things where it's just something to do. And uh, you know, Brandon, who we work with, um, he made an American flag in his wood shop out of you know scrap wood, and it's beautiful and it's one of those things again i didn't know if he knew he had that talent or if it just kind of stumbled upon it um or has always had it but you know it's it's for me when i'm doing a painting and like you said it is it going to be instagram worthy and I, you know for me part of it is is this when i'm doing a painting for someone else are they going to like it you know and i want them to be honest if they don't like it then i'll redo it or just you know do something else for them yeah yeah But I do, I love what you just said, that you wish that people didn't feel that way. Um, Because I think what cool things happen with art and creativity is it does bring people together. Like even this podcast, podcasting is scary. Um, It's fun, but it's scary because there's a whole lot of people that do this a lot better than me who have way fancier equipment and it's like their day job. So when I'm listening to podcasts, sometimes I'm really self-critical about my own but I also remember like, okay, well, they also have staff that maybe their whole job, like one person's whole job is editing yeah. and one person's whole job is, you know, sound and all that kind of stuff. Whereas like, this is like a one man band, but also like, it's a great 
way to connect with other people yeah because someone else also podcasts you know it, it, so i was listening i've been listening to your podcast and then i was listening to some more before we got on and i was like again I, it's like this is so cool because it's like this is this person i know and i work with and she's making this thing and it's that's a great thing about podcasts yes they're so accessible right and right so like I've done a couple of the paint nights where I've actually uh, led the paint, you know, bring your own booze or whatever at a bar, local bar or, or I did it for a group of Girl Scouts, uh, little brownie scouts, you know, my friend's daughters uh, had something and we did it at a, at a, in, for Christmas one year and I did a giraffe, I think, you know, and you go around and you, the little girls are really enjoying it and, and so forth. And I, of course, and I got a bottle of whiskey out of it uh, for, for doing it. But uh, to your point about starting out, you know, I've, I've gone and, and done a couple of these different paint nights, private, and then at a bar, and, and I've got people like, uh, I can't draw a straight line. I was like, it doesn't matter. I said, and it might sound cheesy, but I, I do believe this. I, I said, you know, when you put your paintbrush and paint something on that canvas, it's something that's never existed before. It doesn't matter if it looks like what I'm doing. It doesn't matter if it looks like the picture. It's something that you've made and you can look at that and say, my brain looked at something, took that information, made my hand move and put that paint on, on the canvas and it's mine. Uh, and, and you know, you'd never know if you're talented enough in, in a, a, a hobby or a skill or a pastime unless you actually try it, right? Um, the person who picks up a guitar for the first time might realize that, damn, I, I can play anything by ear. Or maybe it takes them six months and they can hardly play anything. But it's still that journey of trying to get there and trying it. Uh, you know, I feel the same thing about pain. I think, I think out everything. I'm not musically inclined. I've got a guitar and I'll pick it up once in a while and try to play and I get frustrated. But, you know, my mom was a great pianist. And I guess I just got this knack of painting and and... I tell everyone out, out of all the, I don't want to say hobbies, skills, whatever, but that, that sort of creativity thing, I, I can teach someone to draw and paint easier than anything else. Because at the end of the day, you're just really focused on what, what are you looking at? You know, really think about it. And it, it might take a while to get, am I looking at this? Where's the light coming from? Is there enough value contrast? Is it, the, you know, the colors matching? Uh, I was helping somebody paint a picture of his, uh, he wanted to give a, a painting of his portrait of his girlfriend at the time to her. And he says, how do you pick, pick the colors? I mean, like, well, just what are, you, what are you looking at? You know, and then you, he started getting the hang of it. And I was like, it's just one of those things. You just got to try it. Everyone takes a first step someplace. Yeah. Well, and I, when, what's great about social media is people can share their great art with others. But I do think we also miss the first step. Yeah. And I think as a culture, we've kind of convinced ourselves and even like children and other things like, oh, if you didn't do super awesome at that, you need to go find the next thing you're awesome at. So then you end up like not actually really taking the first step. Yeah. You're like waiting for this mystical skill to happen. Yeah. Like um, in the movies, like where, you know, Luke Skywalker out of nowhere is a great Jedi, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And you know, it, it, it reminds me of when I just first started law school. I, you know, I go to law school uh, at night uh, for four years and my first class, I don't know anyone there. And it's one of those things where like, 
do I want to raise my hand and ask a question? What well, if it's a dumb question? What if everyone thinks I'm stupid? And I think, I don't care. You know, I mean, if I got the question, then someone else has probably got the same question. And I kind of relate mm -hmm. it to this. If I'm starting out doing this, then somebody else is starting out doing it. And you only improve by practicing. You know, you only get better by doing it and realizing, going back and, and looking at it. You know, that's why, like, for, for what I do for painting, I'll paint for an hour and then take a break and then come back a day later and, and look, okay, I got fresh eyes on it. But like you said, you, 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 if you're just waiting to do the one thing that you're magically good at, you're going to miss a lot of cool stuff in the, in the meantime that you get to actually try. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you just said about um, giving yourself a fresh pair of eyes. Mm -hmm. Cause I think sometimes we do that too. Like, okay, say that I'm brave enough to try something for the first time. I all of a sudden want to be a master yeah. within like an hour of doing it. And that's just not how it works. Yeah. It's hard to be creative when you're tired. Yeah. It's hard to be creative when you're overwhelmed. So like busting it up, doing little chunks. And I'm, I have a guitar too that I've always wanted to learn to play. Yeah. Um, the only song I can play on it is smoke on the water and a little bit of baby shark. That's all right. Like the baby shark do do yeah. do 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 do. Yeah. You know what? It's a start <laughs> and it gets you hooked because once you learn that, then it's a little, it builds on it, right? Right. You know, I, right. the same way I got my guitar, I'm like, I, right off the bat, I want to, I want to play all the Eagles songs and I want to do this and do that. And meanwhile, my hands are not doing any of that. And it's like, I just got to step back and realize, okay, you know, I watched some videos online of people's progression and it's just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta build up to it. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also important too, when you're starting out, like, go look at all the resources because there's so much stuff you can learn how to do on YouTube. I literally learned how to podcast yeah. from YouTube and also swallowing my pride and talking to other podcasters. Sure. So um, a past guest on the show, Marlene Ike, she, I've been a huge yeah. fan of her podcast. I love her podcast. I love her podcast. And I, I really had a hard time because I know her personally going mm -hmm. to her and being like, Hey, I'm really new. And I don't, I don't know how to do this thing that I'm sure is really easy. And do you know, she was so helpful. Oh yeah. yeah because but I was so scared about asking that, her to do so. But she was in that same place probably starting out. Right. Right. You know, it's funny. I, I, I was at a, I think that there is that, that mindset, like we all have like where we don't want to, we don't want to appear to be ignorant or ask a dumb question or show vulnerability. Um, and it depends on the person you get, right? So like Marlene, obviously been there. She, she understands she was a fantastic resource. You know, I have a friend of mine who uh, has his own graphic design company and I'll, he's a really good artist and I'll send him, I'm like, I'm stuck in this painting. There's something just not right. What am I not seeing here? I'm not, not and he, he gives me great feedback. But then sometimes you run into people who are just not very helpful, you know, and I'll, I'll share an example. I was at a, I, I got invited to go to um, the Columbus airport for a fundraiser, a uh, private fundraiser for some sort of charity. Uh, and the band Chicago was playing there in, in the hangar. So, I mean, you're in this NetJets hangar, it's real fancy and, and it's not really, I don't really fit in there with that sort of crowd, but um, there was a woman who was live painting. Uh, she was just painting a picture and I walked up and of course being someone who paints, I asked her, I said, oh, that's beautiful. I said, what are you, what are you using there? Is it acrylic? Because oils take forever to dry. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, they even even the water based oils that don't take as long to dry will still take two or three days. And she's just pouring the paint on. And I thought, 
this is going to be a hassle to get out because it's going to be really wet if it's oils. It's that acrylic. And she looks up, oh, no, it's oils. Real artists paint in oils. I was like, oh, I said, well, I paint in acrylic. And I just walked away. I'm like, okay, you know, don't, don't be that gatekeeper there for, for what you're doing. Uh, but you're right on YouTube. There's so many different resources uh, to have. Uh, and I'll, I'll sometimes before I fall bed at night, I'll, I'll look at people's paintings that, and tutorials and just different mediums. And it's always fun to watch and get new perspectives on things. Yeah. Well, and that's a great point too, is that there is always a chance to learn something else, even if you've done it for a while. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, for me, and again, I, I don't want to make this sound egotistical, but for I'm painting something, you know, I might be good at doing X, but then there's other things like, ah, I just, I'm just not doing it. I'm just not getting it. You know, uh, I'm doing a, a painting right now for a friend. He's big in the golf. And so I'm doing a, and I'm not a big golfer, but I'm doing hole number 12 at Augusta. Right. And I hate doing landscapes because the greens and the browns, they all tend to look muddied by the time I get done with them. But, you know, it's one of those things where it, it's starting to look okay. And just sometimes you just got to do things you're not comfortable with. Yeah. Well, we're also our own worst inner critic too. Um, Cause I know when I'm editing podcasts, they take me probably way longer than they should because I sit there and like, okay, did I like say this word too long? Is my accent drawn out too much? Like, all these things. And I never think that about my guests. I never think that yeah. about them, but I'm so inner focused on like, do people think like Ashley is from Ohio and has a terrible accent and doesn't know what she's talking about? Or, you know, I have the habit of saying, um, uh, it, you know, when I speak, uh, I just did it right there. So <laughs> if I was doing a podcast, I'd be very conscious of that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's, we're all our own worst critic because I'll give my painting to somebody I'm like, oh, I, I love it. I'm like, yeah, well, okay. I didn't really capture X, Y, Z in this painting, but you know, you do the best you can. You know, and it's funny, I, again, talking to my friend who's, who's uh, got the graphic design business, uh, I told him I was doing this painting. I just can't seem to do the hyper-realistic paintings. I mean, the paintings that look like photographs. He said, why would you want to? That's not what people want. If they want a photograph of the object that you're painting, they just take a picture of it. You know, they want your interpretation of what it is. And some artists I see, they, you know, up close, it looks just like a blob. But then when you step back, it's like, okay, I see exactly what you're doing. And it's, it's really cool. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone, whether they were painting or wanting, wanting to just get into um, some sort of creative outlet? What would you tell them? Don't get frustrated. I mean, you're, you know, if you're wanting to paint, you're not going to be uh, Da Vinci right off the bat, right? You're not going to be Norman Rockwell. Uh, find your thing, man. I mean, if, even if you if you can't paint portraits, it's all right. And I, again, I'm taking painting for example. Maybe you're really good at doing abstract stuff, right? Maybe you're you're good at uh, you know paint what you're passionate about. And for you know, I've gotten into doing these pop art paintings, and, and they're kind of fun. If you're wanting to take up a hobby or, or a skill, don't get frustrated right at the bat because people will get too frustrated and they'll quit and they'll move on to the next thing. You got to stick with it. And when you improve and you end up doing something that you really like, you'll be able to be say, look back and say, I put a lot of work and effort, not just into this project, but all the projects leading up to it. And it's led up to this. And I can 
put this up on the mantle, whether it's a uh, woodworking or I can, you know, put this guitar down now and say I've accomplished that song I want to get uh, under my belt or painting or whatever it is. And you can look at the next time you pick that guitar up or the next time you pick a paintbrush up and say, okay, this next one's going to be even better. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's kind of my mindset sometimes. Like this is going to be maybe not my best piece of art, but it's going to be something that I saw in my head and want to try. Yeah. That's great advice. Great advice. And anybody that's interested in doing paint and sips, it's a great idea. Like, even if you can't get Tony because you don't live near Columbus, um, just, we did it for Christmas Eve, actually. So my yeah. family, um, just my mom and my dad, and then my boyfriend, who we see all the time, um, we all got together on Christmas Eve and just did a paint and sip. And it was just snowing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a starry night or anything like that. It was just snowing. Yeah. And we had so much fun. It is fun, you know, and I did one for a, a friend of mine. She had uh, her her friends over and, you know, they were all drinking wine and the one woman had had a little bit too much and she just started painting without me instructing her. I'm like, you go for it. This is your, your time to paint and have fun. And I've actually been one of the people who have attended one, right? And my friend had like a Groupon and I went. And so I'm, I'm painting the picture and of course I'm, each stage I'm done a little faster than most folks are and it got to the point where the people around me like hey can you can you help me with this can you paint this for me I'm like this is yours mm -hmm. you, you do it yourself I'll, I'll help a little bit but it's kind of you know you got instructors here who've who've taken your money to do this so go ahead and, and enjoy it but yeah it's just it's more or less just sitting around no matter what it looks like um having fun and enjoying it yeah and we made lots of jokes because like some of our you know just like every person some of our snowmen were very um round that's good yeah <laughs> some of them were kind of skinnier snowmen um and we just had the best time like joking around and we like had you know booze and snacks and all the things so if it's fun and it's enjoyable that's great you know and, and it's it's interesting when you get several people in a room and they're painting the same thing and what their interpretation is it's like when you see these these <clears throat> scenes from you know art schools whatever people are painting a model that's in the middle of the room and you know this person's doing a real abstract and this person's doing more detailed and at the end of the day it's just are you having fun at it and is it something you're going to want to do again make it fun don't make it a tedious thing where you're getting frustrated and if you're getting frustrated with something i've gotten frustrated with paintings uh, i can't tell you there's a there's a meme I saw where an artist will sit down. This is going to be the best painting I've ever done. And they sit down and they start painting it. It's like, this is not going well. And then you get to the stage. And I think every artist does, or you're playing guitar or whatever. And you get to that point where like, this is, this is shit. Excuse my language <laughs> in your podcast, but this is horrible. This is not going to look well. I'm just going to give up. I'm going to scrap it. And then you push through. And then at the end of the day, like this turned out to be the best thing I've ever done. Um, and, but don't get, if you get, start getting frustrated with it, put it down. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't push through with it because otherwise you're just going to make more mistakes. Whether you're playing guitar, doing woodwork, uh, if something's not coming out right, like we talked about earlier, take a break and come back at it with fresh eyes. Yeah. Oh, this has been such a great conversation. I feel like we could talk about this all day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but Tony, on every episode, I always love to ask the question, what advice would you give your 25 year old self? You know, I thought about that earlier. I guess just kind of more enjoy the present. I tend to live in 
think about the past too much and then think about the future and not just actually enjoy the day that I'm in right now on, on, on this Saturday that we're recording this uh, 2.29 p.m. Uh, on a sunny day and just enjoy, obviously I'm enjoying our conversation, but enjoy the, the fact that the sun's out and just enjoy being in the present and not worrying about bills or what you got to do next and everything else or worry about what you said to somebody or, you know, did you do something right? Uh, just just kind of more enjoy what you're doing at that moment. No, that's that's really true. It's kind of been my mantra too for this year between creativity is courage, just trying to keep that up. But then also like I keep telling myself to be where my feet are because it's really easy when you're working from home, but you're also like, you know, doing life at home to not have a break between the two. But then you're always worried about work while you're cooking dinner or, you know, you're trying to read a book for fun and, you know, you're thinking of spreadsheets in your head or whatever. I'm, I'm trying to teach myself to be where my feet are. I think that's, I, I love that saying, because, you know, and, and this is not make it sound like I'm, I'm uh, not someone who likes to work hard, but, you know, I, I, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I don't want to be on my deathbed thinking, boy, if I just spent one more day at work, you know, what I want to think is, did I enjoy what I was doing and do I enjoy my life? And uh, sometimes we can get away from that worrying about the minutia of the day instead of just looking at what we're doing and enjoying it. Absolutely. No, I feel, I feel the same way. I feel at first when the pandemic happened, I was very panicked about the fact that my calendar was emptying really quickly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, how do I show people that I'm a hard worker? And how do I show yeah. them? Like we put so much emphasis on like, Hey, look how busy my calendar is. Ain't I so important? <laughs> Yeah, or we're in the office and people see you, even though you might not have anything to do. You know, there's days where, you know, you've been in the office, like, okay, it's kind of slow right now for the next two hours. And it's like, yes, I'll read the news or something like that, or, you know, try to think of something I need to get done. And I think we're so busy. You're right. We're so focused on, look, look how busy I am, where in reality, we're really all kind of sharing the same type of type of schedule. Sometimes we're busy, sometimes we're not. Yeah. Uh. This has been such a great conversation. I'm so glad that you decided to be on. Well, I'm 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 very honored that you asked me to be on it. I've been looking forward to it ever since you asked me, and it's very exciting to be on and, and get to talk with you and actually get to see you again. Obviously, even on Zoom, uh, we do work together and uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tony. And friends, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, share it with others, um, leave a comment too, because that's how people see our podcasts come up more frequently. Like when Apple and all of them look at podcasts you might be interested in. The comments make a difference. Um, also go ahead and like us on social media, both Facebook and Instagram, so you can learn more about the guest every single week. And until next time, I hope you all enjoy life over a beer. Cheers. <laughs>